The Movie Hour, episode 209, December 6, 2012. Hey everybody, just a warning, I haven't listened to the episode yet, because it hasn't happened, but there may be spoilers, and there may be swearing, so look out. Hello, 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 you've come to the right place. And that is the Gungabit Studios for another episode of the Movie Hour. Today's podcast, today's fantastic podcast, is the Guillermo del Toro del Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, and I'm joined by my brother James and everyone's favorite. Everyone, where'd Jeff go? He's he didn't make it here like everybody else. He's not in the right space. Jeff's not here. Yeah, I thought he was. He was just here, wasn't he? He was, and then he left. When, after hiccuping when will ben be now all right wait so jeff's gone and who's that is that zale most zale, certainly what is what you yeah. doing here in the flash didn't you like run off with our bikes or something last time you were here like maybe yeah man i had to go i had to go <laughs> by the way i lost the quiz thanks to you last yeah time i got upset i'm not i'm kind of a sore, sore loser so i just kind of <laughs> Well, you tossed your internet on the ground and stormed out. <laughs> I rage quit the dang yeah. movie quiz. <laughs> you showed up a week too early because there's no quiz today. So you're going to have to stick around for another week. But we're not feeding you for another week. So <laughs> you have to figure stuff out. Um, we did have scheduled. We had an appearance by Josh. He's here from Gungapit West. That was planned. Welcome back, buddy. Hey. Hey, hey thanks for being uh, responsible. I don't know if I'd go that far. You didn't have to. You didn't have to text message me and then call me to tell me that this was happening today. <laughs> Things happen. Things happen. Um, yeah, you know, I got a lot of life going on out here right now. Yeah, even though you're out west, you're uh, you're coming in town soon, right? For a little bit of a break, a little bit of Christmas celebration. Yeah, a little bit of Christmas, a little bit of holidays. As soon as that you know, happens. let's not leave out the menorahs and stuff. The, uh, the menorahs. I'm, I'm getting. I'm coming in. I think er, really late on the 21st. So I get it. I think I get in the morning of the 22nd. Oh, that's a ways away. It's a ways yeah, away. I know. Holiday traveling, man. Holiday traveling. Yeah. Oh. Flying out of Vegas. Driving to Vegas. Flying out of Vegas. Nice. Flying out of Bally's. Like I just picture you taking an airport <laughs> from Bally's. Like a flight from Bally's. From first. Bally's Total Fitness. Hmm. That's the that's casino. The casino. But Bally's is a casino. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I always think of the workout place when you yeah. say Bally's like that. That's because you hit the gym way too much. Yeah, I'm just a workoutaholic. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm happy. Uh, I wanted to get on the the Christmas message because you know it's it's officially started. It's after Thanksgiving, and uh, you know that's Christmas time apparently. But we do have a special feature here at the movie hour that we uh, we do every year. It's our family feud episode. It's the the one episode of the year that's always the Family Feud episode. It's uh, family versus family, team versus team. Anybody that wants to hop online, uh, if you guys can get a Skype account or create a Skype account, it's free. You can uh, meet up with us. Uh, if you need any instructions, you can find them uh, or get a hold of us at the Gungapit or at Gungapit.com. Anybody's welcome. We get usually teams of five is probably the max. We could try six, but uh, more people the merrier. We usually have live listeners anyways, and we go head to head. Team usually team Jeff versus team Greg. I think my team's doing doing all right. Jeff's I think Jeff's team has uh has won multiple years, but doesn't mean we're uh, screwed yet. We can still do this. Jim again will be taking the had uh, reigns as uh, Dawson, I believe. Is that correct? This is correct. Um, and a little and, word of wisdom, you want to be on Team Lisa, I think. Yeah, I think Lisa, yeah Lisa is batting 100%. She'll actually be in Michigan, so I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that may change everything. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out because we don't have we have a lot of microphones here at the, at the studio, but I don't know how that's going to work out. We'll figure that out. Uh, so... Yeah, that date is coming up soon, so we don't we don't know the exact date yet. We'll do the recording. It'll probably be on the weekend, uh, early. Uh, Wait, this show's not live. Uh, today is today. It is. This is totally live. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, totally live. You're here. It's happening. This is all happening. It's an adventure. Yeah. But the Family Feud we record and then release like four or five days later. Anyhow. We'll get the date. It'll be up on the boards. We'll bring it up probably next week. We'll have it uh, solidified, but you'll see it if you want to look for it. Find it on Facebook or Going Pit, and uh, it'll be there. And yes, so that's that out of the way. 
there are things we need to talk about, things that have happened um, from last week, sort of uh, some more Hollywood hoopla stuff. Josh, uh, or at least Zale, wasn't here to discuss a, a few of these things either. Uh, we were talking about hobbitses a, a little while ago, a lot of hobbits things going on with um, the the Hobbit coming out on the 14th, which is not yeah. far away. What? Are, how many movies? They're making that into what? 13 movies? Yeah, th- three movies. Three movies. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't feel terrible. So they, so they did like they did like twenty two hundred pages in three movies, and now they're gonna do like four hundred pages in three movies. The from what I understand, the third movie will have a fair deal of. I believe there was like extra written by Tolkien in the like appendixes or appendices. Pen, um, appendices. Uh, with some extra info about what happened after The Hobbit before Lord of the Rings kind of oh. thing. Well, that's going to be yeah. pretty anticlimactic, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, Peter Jackson's going to get out there and just narrate for us. Right. Is it all going to be in half slow motion like the other third movie? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> they can probably drag that shit out for like two days if they want to. <laughs> it's completely possible. It's completely possible that, that it would work out that way. Uh, yeah, so this is the first of three. Not the first of 13. You added a one, but there are three movies. Um, and you gotta it's, carry that shit. Yeah, you gotta, uh, it's it's called r- arithmetic. A lot of people are pumped <laughs> for it. Josh, are you not going to see this movie? No, I'm. I, I do. I am looking forward to it on some level. I just think it's ridiculous that they need three movies to tell a shorter story than any of the previous three books. Yes. That they yep. In one movie each. There's one answer. Sense. Money. Yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. As, as long as they make it good, I'm not going to complain. That's yeah, all I guess. if it's if it's legitimately good, I just. It's a complete money grab, and I don't yes. like that about it at all. If it's good, I'll still studios. enjoy it, but it's yeah. still just a far, it's a money grab. So, I I agree with you. I agree with you. It's just I I feel that all movies that are made at that level are pretty much like it's the same thing. They're all money grabs. They're all trying to make mad cash. It's just this yes. idea. It I don't know. Yeah, so pretty much a director. A director didn't make this decision. Some guy at some level said, hey, we should just make a third one while we're at it because this is the last time we're going to be able to use this book. Um, so I, I just I yeah. think the mo- I think they're going to suffer for being longer than they need to. Right. And that yeah, so I think we're sacrificing quality for uh, quantity. Is that, I okay. guess what it comes That's down to. That's a fair comment. A fair comment. Um, and that brings me actually to a little bit of discussion we hadn't talked about, which was uh the have you got you guys have caught up on how the hobbit's supposed to be released uh with uh at least in 48 fps theaters um with a higher frame really? rate have you guys read about this no uh, i know a little bit about it so uh peter jackson being the genius that he is uh decided to record at 48 frames per second and he's releasing this for theaters that actually can play 48 frames per second in either 3D and not 3D, but mainly uh, you'll get the most benefit from the, the 3D theaters, according to him. Um, oh, yeah, and a course. lot of people have been complaining about it, actually. Uh, really? Seeing it, saying that it, like, it makes them disoriented and claim to be like, oh my god, I want to puke kind of things. At least the, same, the same way people talked about 120 hertz televisions and now it's the standard. Exactly, exactly. They yeah. Very much. See, you made, the point. You... You made the, my point in one sentence. Congratulations. <laughs> And now, yeah, see you in a year when you love it. Right, right. And you actually, can only go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say Avatar, which is our James Cam- Cameron's uh, fruit, I guess I will call it, um, is uh, going to be shot. The two sequels are going to be shot in 60 frames per second. So they uh, people need to get ready for this because it's going to be coming more and more. I around. think I think that's a really pot. Like I notice that like in. Like, you can't tell in between the frames or whatever, but it's noticeably, like, it almost seems choppy to me in the theater. That's one of the reasons I don't go see that many movies at the theaters. Like, it's noticeable to me. Right. That that bothers me to some extent that it's only, it's what, 24? 24. Normally, is that, yeah. Which is what you're seeing, uh, like, when you played on your, there's a lot of things happening. Um, This is a little bit of a little bit of my field but there are a lot of things happening and you know this too when you put a blu-ray in like your ps3 like your ps3 might be doing actual uh scaling of the frames and your tv might be doing extra work there are a lot of things that are creating the frame rate and the hertz of what you're seeing but 
when you're watching it in general, when you're watching a movie, it's yeah, it's twenty three nine seven six frames a second. Yeah, and it is noticeable. Like I notice that it's not as comfortable watching it as it is watching television at home. In that respect, right? Do you see how really the original is still shot in twenty four? It's just when you're seeing right on Blu-ray, you're actually seeing it's like processed frames. Yeah, in between. right, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, totally. Um, anyhow, so what's interesting is that, like, if you want to actually see The Hobbit, which in 48 frames per second, it is possible. There's a uh, a list. I'll link it up at Gunga Pit and also on uh, on our Facebook page that you can find theaters that will actually show it at 48 frames because they're kind of rare. Um, Are they uh, charging extra for that? No, they're not charging extra for the 48 frames. If you want to see it in 3D, it's obvious the extra yeah. tag. But no, they're not charging extra for it. Um, I know. So that being said, which way would you prefer to see? Are you gonna? test out this new method i am interested i am interested and it actually the problem is the one for us to go near is uh it's an mjr theater in sterling heights which is by the amc 30 um it's uh it's right off of like if you are a michigan person this makes any sense to you it's af- it's pretty much by like 15 and uh mound almost so it's more south of the uh the amc 30 gotcha it's like it's more like 15 and van dyke uh but anyways uh you can find them they're out there uh, and you should, uh, if you're interested, it's a, it's a possibility to, to check out. And I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to some opinions on it. Cause I, uh, I kind of, uh, without having seen a single film that way, I hope it catches on. Yeah. It would be cool. I agree. What do you think, Zell? 48 frames. Uh, How do you feel? Well, <laughs> goes, uh, <clears throat> well, Josh feels, he says he can tell a difference. I mean, I can tell to a certain extent, you know, when something gets choppy, clearly you can, yeah, you yeah. can see it. Like sometimes Netflix will get a little <clears throat> skippy or if you watch it on a low refresh rate TV, it looks pretty choppy, like in a high motion sequence or something. But, uh, you know, I, I definitely like to see, I'm sure I'll be able to tell the difference if you, you do like a side by side comparison, but I'm just not one of those people that can really tell all that it it really does depend like what you just mentioned it depends on the scene because Mm -hmm. if i were to take let's say i just gave you a black picture like you're just looking at 100 percent black and i take one out of 48 frames in a second and make it white like you're gonna see it guaranteed Mm -hmm. but if you're looking at a static like somebody's sitting there just talking to somebody else 24 frames of it versus 48 frames it might like a fraction smoother, maybe if you can tell. Uh, it depends on your on your set too. Like if you've got a sixty inch set, it's going to be different. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think gener- generally speaking, it sounds like the consensus is right around sixty is where you stop really noticing an improvement. But then yeah, some it, people claim that they can tell beyond that and blah blah right. blah blah blah. All the all the, yeah, a lot of factors is right. what we can agree on. Um, and. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think the majority of the people, at least all the uh, hoopla, I guess we can go straight to it, is that nice. it's yeah, <laughs> nice. Is that it's uh, it's a lot of people are reacting negatively to it just because yeah, they're not used to it, I guess. And they they, they live in poor like, cities. If you'll, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> they live in poor cities. So they they gotta drive a hundred miles to watch The Hobbit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that was how I was gonna sum this up. <laughs> That's exactly what the I problem mean. is. Third world neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. So James, would you? Uh, is this something you're interested in? Um, yeah, I'm intrigued. I don't. I might wait if I ever do a second viewing. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if I wanna. I have to think about it. I have and to have you on. decided if you're doing the full like watching ten movies, like the well the original trilogy, the later books uh, at the theater? Uh, no, basically I can't find anyone to go with me. So uh, instead of going by myself, I'm just, we're going to watch it at the house and not on the wall either. Cause now there's a giant Christmas tree in the Wait, way. You're going to, you're going to do like a 12 hour marathon. Is that what you're going to do? Yes. The, one of the theaters oh out here is offering it and I was all game to do it, but it's only 11 and a half hours. It's not 12. Oh, <laughs> it's not <sorry>. exaggerated. <laughs> only 11 and a half hours. Dude, your ass would be so soggy. No problem. That. I've done Five movies in the theater on the same day before, so oh I can handle it. Whoa. <laughs> Your ass would... I do recall we watched all the Lord of the Rings releases at the Star Theater, and uh, <laughs> where was it? You remember, G? Wait, we watched all the Lord of the Rings at the Star Theater? Not at, not at the mall, the Southfield Star. I didn't yeah. watch all three movies at the Star? 
at least the first two. You don't don't remember remember going to those? Oh, you're talking about all in a row, though? Like in one day? No, 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 on the release date. Oh, okay, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, you're talking about Star Southfield? Yeah, you're yeah. sitting next to me, so you yeah. should believe it. <laughs> I, well, I thought you meant... And Zale, Zale had a little something in the popcorn bucket for you. <laughs> Actually, you know, that was... It's sweet there, so I got a big boy burger at one of them and devoured <laughs> <laughs> <spoured> it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I thought you were talking about watching all the movies in a row in the same day. No, yeah, I uh, um, I, I believe that. It's a, it's a great theater. Go there a lot. You'll you'll probably catch us uh, a lot of Gunga Pit celebrities there, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's <laughs> still on its way. December fourteenth, The Hobbit. Everyone's gonna everyone's gonna love it. I've got a, I got a feeling. I just got a feeling it's gonna happen. Um, with uh, within all the Hobbit craze, there are other things that have been happening that are bullshit. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of a big deal that you might be interested in, Jim. This might be up, be up your alley, even though it's not your father's Star Trek. Uh, something to talk about uh even though you know hobbit's been taking the big screen stuff uh star trek's actually getting their first trailer on thursday released uh, uh exclusively online and they'll have a trailer uh attached with the hobbit and uh it's gonna, gonna be on the internet first that's crazy internet first yeah craziness wow. super crazy but yeah star trek into darkness the the sequel uh, the darkness of the moon and then the dark oh <laughs> dark of the moon in the darkness, darkness of the moon. Of, <clears throat> darkness of Khan. Jeff would be happy wherever the hell he just ran off to. Um, and yeah, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Is rumored to be Cumberbatch. Khan in that movie, but it'll be... Uh, I don't know who I'm that pumped, is. I'm pumped for this movie. You don't know who Benedict Cumberbatch is? No. He is... He's in the new Sherlock Holmes, uh, which is interesting because uh, Cumberbatch is also... Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping you give me some kind of... Uh... But he's also in uh, The Hobbit. He yes. plays... Uh, he does a voice for Smog, I believe. Or maybe he just stood in for Smog. I don't remember. Oh. He just he's stood a... in for Smog. He's, he's a stand-in. He's a cray-cray-looking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. He's a big big dude in the, the English world. Don't, don't mess with him. So... Uh, the thing about I was going to mention, though, was that you probably don't know since he's in uh, uh, and now I can't even I can't even talk. But since he's in Sherlock uh, Holmes, uh, also Martin Freeman's in Sherlock Holmes. And so they're now in Hobbit doing stuff. So they're friends. They're like colleagues. And uh, I've like never Hobbits. seen this guy before in my life. Hobbits. Well, you should, because we've talked about him before on the podcast. <laughs> that doesn't mean I've seen him. <laughs> uh, so anybody that's been waiting for some final, like some final visual news of Star Trek, the new movie, it's coming soon. So you don't have to worry too much longer. You're gonna be seeing Chris Pine in all his glory, running around as Slappy Kirk. And this uh, will be the same style as the last movie, right? Yeah, you got everyone. Everything is the same in terms of people attached to it. So hopefully we'll, we'll see Spock railing that. Yeah, um, some Zeldana. Is that what you want? <laughs> Yeah. Or some, should we use character names? Ohura? Ohura. Ohura. Yeah. She's uh, my third favorite character. In Star Trek or just in general? In Star Trek. Okay. No, she's like my fifth. <laughs> it goes it goes Spock and then Kirk and then Bones and then Chekhov. Uh, I was gonna say Chekhov's up there, so Yeah. And yeah, and then Sulu and then Ohura. Does that make it six? Didn't you just say five? Yeah, yes, whatever. <laughs> I've been drinking. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> Star Trek people, you can calm down. The next people I need to I need to deal with are the Netflix people. So, we've had a tenuous relationship with Netflix. That's uh, no secret. Did you break down? It's no secret. No, I didn't break down yet. But there are some. There are some serious developments that we need to consider with our uh, contract with Netflix, and that is that Netflix put up $300 million with Disney to gain rights to stream Disney's Disney's content. This includes Pixar, Marvel, the whole the Lucasfilm movies, all of it. That's a good idea. They have Exclusively? Struck, they have, yes, they have struck a deal with Disney. Now, here, there are a couple things to keep in mind. Um, they are already able to stream older movies they're all not like the whole catalog isn't up there right now but if you wanted to find like alice in wonderland the cartoon it's public domain get it now 
and it's on Netflix immediately already. What's really crazy about it is starting in 2016, which I know is a ways off, but uh, yeah. starting in 2016, they're going to get movies, Disney, all those movies before any of your classic pay channels are Showtime, HBO, Netflix will have them first. Yeah, that's wise. And uh, boy, it's how long? I don't know why they bother because, from what I understand, like the the Mayan calendar ends in like yeah. 15 days or something. So whatever. But that's why Lucas sold all of his shit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like I'm cashing out. <clears throat> probably, but yeah, that makes sense now. So like for everybody that's I know Disney in general, you think kid movies, but you have Marvel. You've got you've got all these things attached to it. Does that make Netflix seem like a a better priority for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Netflix has always been a priority for me. Yeah. Um, You're yeah. a slappy? Is that is that the situation? Is that what they're referred to as a Netflix enthusiast? Is a yeah. slappy? No, well, any kind of enthusiast. Any, any kind of <laughs> all enthusiasts. I'm still a somewhat remorseful customer. Yeah, uh, I just do streaming. I don't do yeah. by the mail thing. I literally just do the streaming. I'm still on both. <clears throat> and you're down to like a DVD one DVD like every uh, I, yeah I just switched over it doesn't take effect until like the end of this month or I whatever. feel I, I do this. feel bad for them that they uh, like they have so many people they're competing with and there's the reason they're having issues now is because uh, Redbox is going to be launching a streaming service soon for six bucks a month obviously undercutting well that. hey maybe you shouldn't have pissed off like your entire yeah. base and they wouldn't have left you in the yeah. first place yeah no shit I don't feel sorry for them at all they made a horrible decision and they're paying for it <laughs> I'm happy you said that but you're still streaming yeah uh, uh, yeah I am still streaming I freely admit that I'm a remorseful customer still but I think they made a really bad decision and I don't feel sorry for them if they're hurting Referring to a couple months ago, Netflix sending awful messages and just saying, hey, congratulations for the same shit we're giving you this last year. We're just going to up it $5. Have fun. Like, genius. Yeah. Yeah. You're making enough money. And there are a lot of questions about their financial stability, too, which isn't exactly helping them throwing money around, trying to uh, sign deals, get things under control. Anyways, what, didn't their any- stock just completely crash after they did that? Yeah, it went down very, very. So what a third I, of it, what it had been, like sixty percent. But oh, right it now, it's run, It's still at like eighty-six dollars a share or something. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, think they're. I don't think they're hurting. Bit. Yeah, they're not hurting. The um the thing I was gonna mention though, just thing to take away, anybody that's a Netflix customer, if you have a Disney movie you've been looking forward to, or at least looking to get a hold of streaming. Uh, check uh, check Netflix because you can find some uh, ancient things that you might have even thought were in the vault that are on there now. Um, like the Page Master. Like the Page Master. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, like the Page Master. So yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm done with Hoopla. That's all I want to talk about. We can talk about hobbitses or whatever the hell you guys want to do. <laughs> uh, I, I want to talk about their feet. I know. <laughs> I know Jim has a movie review, so I we can get to that, and uh, then we'll, we'll go from there. We'll go from there. How's that sound? We'll agree. Very good. Um, yeah, I did see a movie in the theater. Um, I saw the uh, Brad Pitt movie, Killing Them Softly. Uh, it's Ooh. written and directed by Andrew Dominic, who also did the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Um, this movie is about uh, three small-time crooks who rob a mob-protected card game and the fallout that happens because of that robbery. Um it's a little bit different than your normal mob film, mostly because of, I think, the artistry that's added to the film. Um, and some of it does work and some of it doesn't. And I'll give you some examples. Uh, the very beginning of the movie is actually very jarring and disoriented or disorienting. Um, it does a lot of, like, this guy's walking out of a tunnel and they do very abrupt cuts, edits that uh, show you the light at the end of the tunnel and a certain like loudspeaker and then back in the tunnel and it's a very soft noise and they, they keep doing it and it was so disorienting like when it first started this is what you see and we thought the movie was like mis- malfunctioning or something wow. like, what the hell is going this on is the opening scene yeah this is the opening sequence this guy walking out of a tunnel and we're like what the hell like i was i didn't know what was going on 
So, so that was that one's an example. Any confirmation that it wasn't a malfunction? Yeah. Well, finally, like it kept up with the pattern, and then okay. finally, yeah. So anyway, um, later on, uh, they do some more examples. Uh, like, it, there's a slow mo killing that's actually pretty cool. A little bit different than uh, your normal slow mo killing. Slow mo more artistic. Killing. Yeah. Um, and then oh, like softly. a scene where he's where uh, this guy is talking to uh, a druggie, and, and they show it almost from. Uh, the user's point of view. So he's like, the camera is kind of like fading in and out of consciousness while the conversation's going on, that kind of thing. So it was a little different the way he decided to shoot some of the scenes. So it's where we, the audience is the drug user getting yeah, interrogated. Basically. Like it kind of cuts between him and the guy asking the question and then like it'll fade in and get blurry. And Does he punch us in the face? Does Brad Pitt punch us? Brad Pitt does not punch us. Okay. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so stuff like that, like he, he, you know, he adds a little bit to it, which makes it interesting. But again, some of it works, some of it doesn't. Um, there is also some, and lack for a better word, I'll just say Quentin Tarantino-esque features to this movie too, as far as, uh, there's a few scenes that have a very slow build up to the actual scene itself. Like the robbery that this whole thing is about, the two guys go in to the gambling hall to rob the place and, the camera like follows them down this hallway through this room, through the next room, all the, you know, and they're putting on their masks as they go slowly. So it's just a long buildup to get to the actual robbery type thing. Um, and the other thing is there's a lot of introductions or not a lot of introductions, but just a lot of infusion of, uh, just dialogue in here. That is just kind of random. And whereas Quentin's would be about something like, you know, the social, you know, the social correctness of tipping or whether or not, you know, the true meaning of a Madonna song. These conversations are a little bit more mundane. And it's sex. <laughs> sex is the... Some of them are. Some of them are about sex with, you know, hookers and, and stuff like that or, you know, past jobs that these guys have pulled. And the conversations are more real, like something you could, you know, expect these guys to say. But on the other hand, they're not as entertaining either. Well, you don't... They're really about like, oh yeah, was, he talks about like one of his last like sex ramps or something like. Yeah, ramps, like basically ramps. two hitmen are like <laughs> getting ready to go onto a job, and they're talking about this last time they were in the same city, and oh, remember so and so? You know, I was banging her for a week. I'm pretty sure you banged her too. And this conversation. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the stupidest thing. I, like I. Get... Yeah, it's just like okay. At least in the Tarantino thing, everybody can relate. Every like in right. this scenario, it's like, oh yeah, I guess I had sex yeah. with a hooker last like, week too. And but... again, it's like more real. Like I could see these guys talking about this kind of shit, but it means nothing to me. Like it, I mean, it gives, gives me a little insight to their character, and the guy's a little you know insecure about his sexual conquests. Even right, right, yeah. Unless like they say I killed the chick, or like there was right. something amazing yes. about there's it. There's not a lot to it. Besides, I mean, there's a little bit of character building in it, but uh, right. for the most part, it's pretty you know just out there and meaningless to me. So that actually made the pacing in some sections kind of slow. Um, and the other really weird thing about this movie is the whole thing is paralleled with the Obama versus McCain campaign from the first <laughs> president. What? Like it takes place right when uh, Bush is, you know, ending up his term and, you know, the, two, the uh, campaigns are going on. And like in like, I don't know, maybe a fourth of the scenes, there's a TV in the background with one of them spewing one of their speeches and stuff like that. And there's a lot of talk about, you know, a good America and like good economy and stuff like that. And I think they're going for a whole kind of a parallel in the gangster world like okay here are some small time crooks trying to make a name for themselves but the big bad mob bosses who are in charge of everything are just going to put everything right back to the way it was anyway so why bother type of parallel and which was kind of neat but they just beat you over the head with it like the whole time you're just like all right enough you know i don't need to see this the whole time so it really didn't work on me and maybe it works on others i'm not sure but <laughs> um anyway uh, overall, it was it was a pretty good movie. It was just, and he, I was glad they tried new things, but it was hit and miss. So yeah, I would I wouldn't go see this in the theater, but if you're interested, it might be worth a rental or something. So there are a there's a slew of movies out there. Why'd you end up catching this at the theater? Um, I had like three or four on my plate, and uh, the guy who went with me decided uh, he wanted to see this one the most. Uh, gotcha. Um, and down. I was gonna go see. Uh, wreck it Ralph with him but he had seen it already so oh um, this gave me a review to do the um so 
comparing this to the assassination of Jesse James, it was, I've seen the assassination of Jesse James. It wasn't bad. Very, like you mentioned, there's a lot of like scenic shots, a lot of like cinematography focus in that movie. Is that the same thing with this? Like in comparison to that, how good is this movie? Um, I have a hard time remembering in that movie. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of cinematic work in, as far as, you know, tight scenes and stuff, but there's no, I don't know if you meant cinematic by like wide, you know, shots of. Right. Like pretty much. Landscape or anything. Yeah. There's a, there's like a lot that. of landscape, but it's a different scenario too. Cause it's more yeah. of a Western style feel. Yeah, there's definitely none of that. Right. Um, um, there's quite a cast in this movie for one thing. I didn't mention Brad Pitt. Uh, he plays like the hitman who put the mob says, okay, go clean this mess up. Um, Scoot McNary, he he plays one of the, one of the guys who decides to rob the uh, the mob casino game, and I haven't seen him before except for an Argo, which just came out. So he's kind of popping on the scene here, it seems like. But it's kind of funny that both those movies are competing against each other right now. And Gandolfini's in it, and he kind of plays him his usual role, a little little bit more neurotic, I guess. And Richard Jenkins, don't forget Richard Jenkins, Ray Liotta, Max Casella was kind of a fun find to be in here. He's a uh, Doogie Howard's little friend. Yes. He's a brute in this movie. It's kind of funny. Yes. Um, I was going to mention also about, uh, I was going to bring Richard Jenkins again, because I uh, recently saw Cabin in the Woods again, which is fantastic. And I have it, Jim. We got to watch it. Got to get you to watch that movie. Maybe we'll watch it when Josh is in town. I haven't seen totally. it. Yeah. We'll have to see it. Richard together. Jenkins is cool, though. Have you seen it, Zale? Cabin in the Woods? No. Wow. Still, I know. Everyone tells me. We should see it. We should see it together <laughs> when you guys are in town. Anyways. It's a, it's a it may seem like it's everybody, but it's really just drag over and over again. Yeah, it's just me saying it over and over again. You gotta see Cabin in the Woods. No. Yeah, well, there's been a couple people. <clears throat> yeah, a couple cool people like Greg. Uh, Josh, did you catch any cool movies you would you like to talk about? Or, or Zale? Do you guys want to talk about anything? Anything cool? Hobbitses? We talked about feet. We can do that. Nah, I didn't see shit this week. No, we played too much LOL. Too much, too much League of Legends. I uh, I did talk about Borderlands two last uh, last week. It's been a pretty fun game. Cool too. Have you guys gotten your hands on the Wii U yet? If not, just the controller to test it out because it is hilarious. I've s- tested it at the store. It's like holding a goddamn blue whale. It in is. Your hands. It is the size. It is the length of an envelope, if not longer. Of a yeah, it's envelope. a big ass controller. Where's the dirt in the shoe when we need him? Yeah, he's, he's out retired. there. He's out there somewhere, living the life. That's what he's doing. Uh, yeah, I feel I feel terrible because I want to play Super Mario Brothers too. That's what I, I want, want to download all the old Nintendo games and play them. You can get a lot of the old Nintendo games on the Wii. Yeah, but I don't have that. Yeah, you don't have that either. And if I'm gonna buy anything, I might as well buy the new one. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And I'm sure you can uh, stream Netflix on the new one too, just like you can the old one. More Netflix Probably. plugs, I guess. But... I got PS3 for that though. Yeah, that's true. Also, I'm true. not switching over from that. <laughs> PS3 you for can, life. Uh, you can stream Amazon through PS3 also. It's quite nice. Do you use? Uh, does anyone here? I like we use Amazon Amazon streaming at my uh, my household. Do you guys use it? I've I've rented a few. Well, I should say Katie rented a few. There's been some uh, Twilight viewings on that. Thing. We've been, we've oh, been dude, I saw them all. I saw them all. Oh yeah. my God! Why did you watch all the Twilights? Why? I, I didn't. Know. I just she. No, he did. Josh. Oh. Yeah, I watched them. Like oh, own. I thought you meant you just saw them like on the rental list or something. You actually watched them. Wow. I watched them. Yeah. That's. That's a task. So how do you feel about him now that you've seen him? Well, Ashley there, Green's there hot, right? Who? Ashley Green. Who's Ashley Green? Um, She's like the short-haired like sister or something. Oh, of a, yeah, she vampire. is attractive. Yeah. yeah, she is good. If we met, I'd let her kiss me on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's hot. So after you had a uh, impression before seeing the movies and then you saw the movies, how did oh, you... Oh, yeah, I thought they were going to be absolutely awful. Um, this I can't remember which one's which anymore in my head. So there's five of them. Uh, <laughs> the first I think, one's the, I think there's a yeah. The first one's terrible. Nothing happens. The second one was okay because there's a big fight at the end. Or wait, no, it was the third one. There's a big. Oh, fight that's the third one because uh, yeah, Davy said that that one's bearable. Yeah, because... it's tolerable. It's tolerable. The end's not like there's a big fight at the end. It's that part's okay. And then. The entire fourth movie, literally the entire movie, 
is she gets pregnant and she's pregnant. That's the whole movie. The <laughs> entire thing. They get married and she gets pregnant. There's two hours of her being pregnant. That's it. You know, in real life, pregnancy lasts nine months, so I guess you should feel feel lucky. Seems like a a solid compromise to me. It was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. Worse than the first one? Yeah, worse than the first one. Literally, all that happens is they get married, go on a honeymoon, and she's pregnant. Doesn't the vampire C-section happen in that movie? The vampire what? The vampiric C-section. Yeah, but like, it's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, damn it. Of course it's not. And, and then the last one is the last one's all right. There's a big fight at the end of that too. But then should I ruin it? Yeah, because I've heard about this ruining and it's pretty stupid. Should I ruin it? <laughs> Go on. I don't yeah. know. You're talking about ruining I'm the ruining, part yeah. one, ruining the, the very last part of the whole. Very series. last part of the whole thing. Yeah. Which is better. You haven't seen the last movie. Yeah, I have. Oh. You, you went to the theaters for that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got hooked. You got hooked. Yeah, the theater. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I, I won't ruin it, but let's let yeah. the end is sort of cool, and then they kind of ruin it. Okay, that's that's yeah. fantastic. That's a fantastic. fantastic. Pull a TV sitcom gag. Oh my god! All right, I know Zale hasn't seen any Twilight movies because he's he's a smart person. <laughs> Dude. Part of the first uh, sat down and watched all the Twilight movies. Come on. You can watch the Godfather over again or something. So. You know, in hindsight, like in foresight, I don't know why I wanted to watch them, but I just kind of did. And so I did. And in hindsight, it wasn't that bad of an idea, even though they were mostly really, really terrible. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's uh, put Twilight aside and vampires and glowing diamond skin and all that stuff. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> When Bella glows, it's Parker Posey play along, and I um maybe I had a maybe I had a misguided question, not a misguided question, but maybe not the best question uh, ever last week, and uh, I'll bring it up to Josh and Zale. I know they haven't had a, a chance to answer, but it's um maybe it is more obvious than I thought it was. But the question uh posed by me last last week was uh, with the Hobbit coming out. Um, we're going to have six movies in the Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth realm here after it's all said and done. And I was curious if people thought that Lord of the Rings would be as revered, if not more revered, like Star Wars is now 15, 20 years from now after it's come out. Like, will people be like, oh man, those Lord of the Rings movies, awesome. Just like people bring up the Star Wars movies today, about or at least the original three is what I'm what I'm bringing up. Um, and I don't think so. Uh, resounding Star Wars, but I'm surprised that I guess uh, the the answer uh, KBW's answer was uh, relating to the universe that was created, which is a good a good good point to make where the universe in Star Wars is never ending. Like they can, you know, do whatever the hell they mm-hmm. want. They can go whatever to planet, whatever they want to do. Like in middle earth, you've got middle earth and then you've got like a couple of afterlife realms here that are like places you can actually go. And, uh, like those elves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's, it's a good answer. What, what I'm surprised is I didn't hear more answers of just, just the fact that, when Star Wars came out, Jim, you brought up the the point that it was just out of nowhere, like it was completely mm-hmm. like there was no source material, it was just boom, hey, Star Wars, check it out. Um, and I just thought it was just more of kind of putting a solid sci-fi like epic on the map for the first time. Uh, kind of like I'm surprised I didn't hear that answer. Is right, what I'm saying the genre answer. Right, right. Um, and uh, so you're saying this that Lord of the Rings like. Will Lord of the Rings be kind of the fantasy version of right uh, Star Wars? Right. Even though some people would say sci-fi, like yeah, right. It's still yeah. kind of high fantasy like kind of thing. Right. Yep. You got it. Well, like Jim was saying, the big thing with Star Wars is a it was a breakthrough with sci-fi movies, and b just for special effects that just came out of nowhere, it blew everyone's mind what he did and how he did it. And you that know, was my whole... point when we talked about it. Special yeah. effects. Yeah, it's, it was huge, you know, and then we've got Lord of the Rings, which was epic. It was designed to be an epic trilogy, an epic story. We all knew the books. We knew what what it was going to happen, but still, you know, the as far as 
CG, it was there, uh, but the, the breakthroughs weren't as groundbreaking, I, I guess, for lack of a better word. Technological advance, like it was still awesome. It's just mm-hmm. there's so much more behind the scenes. Like it made things seem more realistic than seem mm-hmm. more amazing, is what it mm-hmm. was like. Uh, it was too good. It was too good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was way I just, good. I'm, I really think that I, I, uh, I really think it's a close call, and that's why I brought up the question. And I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the qualities like... are dead even. I mean, maybe not dead even, but they're damn close. And it, like, it's just going to win because of the pop culture references and. You know the coming out of nowhere yeah, factor, yeah. the surprise factor. It's going to win yeah. because Han Solo is pretty much why it's going. Wait, yes. you, you really think that Lord of the Rings was like that series is straight up as good as Star Wars? When I think about, you think mo- they're equivalent, when, right? When I think about movies, when I think about movies, like when I say, is Lord of the Rings Fellowship as good as New Hope? I think they're close. I think okay, but I, I I agree with you there. I agree. The fir- if you compare first to first, I think they're they're pre- on pretty even ground. And I was the first one, like probably one of the first ones to say, yep, this is going to be as good as Star Wars. But the second, like if you go second film to second film, there's no way that Lord of the Rings is beating. See, second film for both of those are my favorite series, and I put them pretty darn close. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the second one. I think Fellowship was the best, in my opinion, the best of the three. Oh. and then the it's obviously just, close and i feel like from the comments at least yeah. um, to me the third one's no comparison um, yeah uh, the third one is where the distance is made Re- return opinion. of the jedi is just far and away better i think than than the third lord of the rings i agree mainly because the last 45 minutes of the third one uh, yeah it's awful <laughs> uh so anyways uh that was the last week's parker posey that that's you know it's you know let's bygones be bygones and uh it's all it's all the past <laughs> And uh, we'll, we'll talk about the new thing, the new Parker Posey play along, which should have been Jeff's. I, I'm guessing that's why Jeff ran out. I don't know where he is now, but he owes us a Parker Posey play along. I have one here with me, um, and I had, to, I had to think about it a little bit out on the fly. But the issue is, it's not exactly my Parker Posey. It's um from a longtime listener, first time suggester, Johnny Cad. We were uh, having a conversation. And this question was actually spawned by accident because Cad doesn't know what he's saying half the time. And then I said, oh, you know what? That would make a great Parker Posey play along. So you translated it? Right. It's pretty much like it happened like penicillin happened. Like it was just, it was just an <laughs> and it just happened. Adapted for the big screen by Greg. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's kind of a fun one. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's got some, it gets some happy thoughts to it. The question is, without further ado, um, if you were to name your kid after a character from a movie, what would it be? Character from a movie. You had to name your kid a character from a movie. Uh, the name of a character from a movie. What would it be? Now, <laughs> and sky's the limit, people. Sky's the limit. I'm going to ask the one question here. No, you can't. If you want to pick somebody from Boogie Nights, go ahead. Next oh, question. no. The, qu- the question is, <laughs> everyone knows that it's named after this person. It's not like... Oh, I, ha- I have that name, and now it's removed You're from pop culture. You're not living in a world where that name never existed okay. in pop culture. You okay. are using that name. So they have to live with the... Yep. Okay. If you want to name your kid Darth Vader, they would know about Star Wars and Darth Vader. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently is Josh's answer. Um, no, no, but I got a good one. All right. <laughs> oh my. All right. My answer, Peter Parker. Now, Spider-Man's obviously a real name. I picked this name for two reasons. One, um, out of all the like superhero aliases kind of thing out there, this this name demands smarts. Like, okay, Peter Parker, he's a smart guy. Everyone knows that. He's going to be smart. But it's not too much pressure because it doesn't guarantee that he gets bit by a radioactive spider. Like, it's not. Maybe he's Peter Parker before he got bit by a radioactive spider. It's the care. It's the person's name before he's actually Spider-Man. It can be that scenario. So. I think if I name my kid Peter Parker, it being a boy, um, I think I set him up for being smart. It's a classy name. And, uh, you know, if he reaches superhero powers, he's ready for it. That's that's my name. I think it's a, I think it's a perfect answer. So his last name is going to be Parker? For the Parker Posey play-along. And, yeah, it's going to have to be Peter Parker Maloney. <laughs> oh, it's his middle name? Right. It's going to have to be his middle name. 
Or maybe his first name is Peter Parker. All one word. His initials yeah, are going to be an auto glass company. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that's the name. Uh, I... I uh, I guess uh, it's open for the the board here. What do you guys? What do you want to do? What, you guys, uh, guess Josh has the best name ever. I, no, be the I, don't I don't know if it's the best answer ever. Uh, I got. I kind of have two two answers. The first one's Dick Tracy. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's badass. Or any of the characters that go along with that, like Flat Top, for example. <laughs> that would be a fantastic name for a kid. <laughs> oh my God. Flat top. What do you have? Flat top haircut. What? Fuck yeah! Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Until he has the decision making powers, yes. Yeah, I would yeah. make him look. I would deform Flat his face to look exactly <laughs> like that guy. Seriously <laughs> messed up head. Are you sure you'd want to name your kid Flat Top? <laughs> yes. Uh, but then the other one. Are you sure you don't want to name him Big Boy Caprice? Because that's also an option for the dick. <laughs> I don't want Big Boy. I want Flat Top. Okay. <laughs> All right. Or Mumbles. How about Mumbles? One of these Mumbles kids, it'll be too. cute. It'll be cute. That, that movie is a complete jackpot. So okay. let me just say anything from that movie. <laughs> that top's probably my number one. But also, a more legitimate, like, if you're, oh, you're an asshole for answering some stupid answer. Uh, Christopher Robin from Winnie the Pooh. Just so I could go, Christopher Robin! <laughs> like, just out from the house. Yeah. And Robin makes for a good middle name too. I so. like that. Christopher Robin. <laughs> and you you sound just like the the audio bite of the yelling Christopher Robin to call call Christopher home. That's that's pretty good. Yep. Uh, that's a good answer. I like it. I like it. Jim, do you have yours? Uh, I guess so. Um, I I really want to pick Han Solo mostly because I've been in love with this forum avatar that I saw. Right, that's just want to set your kid up for disaster, though. How could he live up to Han Solo? He'd probably it, he'd get beat up enough times that events eventually would just be that cool. That's true. That's and fun. he he could get away with just being called Han all the time and not, not you know not telling anybody his middle name. But anyway, uh, but that's what I want to do. Um, Why don't you just follow your heart? I could. If I followed my heart, I would do Han Solo. If I followed my brain, I would pick somebody that. That has like a single name, so it could kind of blend in with you know our normal name structure a little like bit better. Kaiser. Like who? Kaiser. No, I was thinking more like Bennett. Ooh, <laughs> one of my favorite villains of all time. <laughs> so and then you can call him Benny for short or something or Ben. So I, I, I have I'd... so many awesome answers for this. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is what's what's Arnold's name in that? Oh, it's John Matrix. That's what it is. John Mat- yeah, he's got a lot of single names. <laughs> Dutch. Of course, I'm Dutch. scared of him because <laughs> I'm smart. Um, yeah, so that's 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 what I do. Hansel with my heart, Bennett with my brain. <laughs> brain Hansel with my... <laughs> <laughs> Put it on a fucking T-shirt. I'm buying it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Han owns my heart. Bennett owns my brain. Zale, do you have a better answer than uh, Han Solo? Dude, I don't know why I decided to be the finale. I should have went first and let you guys yeah. progress. So I can't elaborate as nicely as you can. But <laughs> I guess mine would be like... It's because. Kevin McAllister's Ale. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well I can, played. I can I scream Kevin. Card. I like it. <laughs> And then so. you leave him alone on purpose, and you like, exactly. understand why. Like, I know he'd be totally was, okay. He would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> he would be totally. He's got his talk, talk boy effects, and oh, that's number two. Yeah, talk well, you know, that's fair. Two. Same guy, lost in New York. That's fine. Same guy, mm-hmm. Kevin McCall. Yeah, same. He'll have same character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'll have Rob Steiner to look after him. <laughs> Oh, Rob Snyder's the second one? He's a bellhop or something? Yeah. Wow. Remember when he gives him his gum? Buzz gives him his gum for a tip? <laughs> oh my god, we're idiots. Oh, alright. A lot of boy answers, no girl answers. I was hoping for a, a, a Victoria. I got a girl answer if you want one. Is it? It's predetermined that the Maloney boys will have boys, so I didn't go this with the girl. True. This is true. Uh, Josh, did you say you had a girl answer? 
Yeah, I don't know if I want to take them all, though. There's so many good answers. This is a good question. There are so many good, good answers. answers. You have your chance. The question is, if you were to name your, if you had to name your child a by the character of a movie, if you had to name your child the name of a character of a movie, what would it be? Boy or girl? It's your option. Do whatever you need to do. And as Jim had asked, this is in the realm of today. If it happened today, uh, people would know what that character is, et cetera, et cetera. Pop et cetera. culture references apply. Yes. I want to say so many names right now, but I can't <laughs> take them. I can't take them. Just a list, a list for you guys to do. So you can find that question at the boards, youngfit.com. I'd love to talk to you guys there. And also on the Facebook page, look for the movie hour. Uh, thank you guys so much. I know uh, Jeff would thank you guys too if he were here. I don't know where the hell he is. I heard he was at the vending machines. Yeah, it's been a fantastic uh, James, thanks again for your input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Josh, Zale, you're the best. Thanks for being here. High thanks, five. man. You're the Thank best you. around. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Look for the Family Feud info coming soon. We'll have the date, recording time for everybody that's interested. The Guillermo del Toro del Movie Hour. Take care, everyone. style of the movie it was a breakthrough at the time you know i don't think lord of the rings did a what i don't know sandwich oh, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get him back we're, we're he saw that one we're stopping, stopping. we're back on <laughs> that one threw in his mouth as he opened it <laughs> 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 Biff Cannon, Freddy Krueger, Marge Gunderson. <laughs> so many good ones. Biff Tannen. Biff. Tannen. Biff. <laughs> I never even described the avatar. What's, uh, the la- what's Marty's last name? McFly. 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 Apparently, we have the capability to incinerate pets, like deceased pets, and turn them into diamonds. And people carry these things around, like on their fingers. That's kind of cool. I have, I have no problem. problem. I have no, I have no problem with that. Can someone please just fucking shoot me and put me out of this godforsaken world? I will do it on one condition: that I can cremate you and make you into diamonds <laughs> and carry you around on my finger. Only, only if you get a penis piercing and put it there. Oh. <laughs> hey everybody, just a warning. I haven't listened to the episode yet because it hasn't happened, but there may be spoilers and there may be swearing, so look out. One take James. One take James. That's why we have him on the show, people. Professionalism. <laughs> <laughs>